Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For most people, it's generally believed that your soul leaves your body when you die, and that if you believe in reincarnation, that's the point when a new life may begin. But what if one night you went to sleep and woke up the next day in the same body, but with an entirely new soul, a new personality, and even a new name, leaving the old you behind and picked up where you'd left off in your old life, but with a new person inhabiting your meat suit? Sounds absurd, doesn't it? But this strange phenomena happens to more people than you'd think, and can apparently happen at any time to any one of us. Today on Macabre Mini Mysteries, we take a look at the fascinating world of walk-ins. and welcome back to another macabre mini mystery. Now before we get into today's episode, if you're new here then hi my name's Nikki and if you love weird, spooky and strange history then I'd love it if you joined our ghoul gang by hitting the subscribe button on YouTube or the follow button on your podcast provider so you can be added to my creepy collection of like-minded individuals and never miss out on an episode. Now for this episode, you may wish to open your minds, broaden your horizons and grab a crystal or two because we're about to delve into some new age beliefs, which for my science loving brain require an extra pinch or two of Epsom salt in your float tank. Basically, we're going to be talking about the kind of stuff Joe Rogan would throw a fit over in this episode. 
Wow. But don't worry, I'll be approaching it from a practical angle and not asking you to down a load of peyote and dance in a desert. Just yet. But there might be some things which are a little more new agey than we usually delve into on this channel, but I promise to keep things as factual as possible. So let's begin with a case study before we go all out weirdy beardy and head to India, where this branch of thought likely originated. In Doiwala, a small town in Uttarukhand in the north of India, and I'm really sorry if I've butchered any of those names, a man returned home after taking his daily dip in the nearby river. When he got home, he instantly shut himself in a room and demanded from behind the door that he should be left alone and that all food and drinks should be left outside his door. The family were quite concerned and called upon a yogi to see if he could talk to the man. From behind the door, he shouted and cried that he wouldn't leave, and a few days later, there was a stench said to be emanating from the room. After finally having enough of this strange behaviour and thinking the man was using the room as a toilet, the family decided to break down the door. All the while, the man was shouting at them through the closed door. Now, I hate to sound like a clickbait title, but what they found inside, you'll never believe. The instant the family broke down the door, they were overwhelmed by the smell of a man who, by the look of him, had passed away seemingly around a week or so before. So what exactly had happened to this man, or at least, what's the theory behind what had happened to him? The man who had bathed in the river a week ago had drowned whilst doing so, but before he could shuffle off this mortal coil, he asked for help from some kind of otherworldly being, and in doing so, he had managed to do some kind of Freaky Friday switch with the spirit from the afterlife. With a switcheroo having happened, the departed meat suit walked itself home, and the new soul that had taken over realised his mistake and tried to hide the truth in fear of being evicted and having to return to roaming the astral plane. Now, given that this story doesn't have any names attached to it, I'm highly sceptical that this actually happened, but it does make for a good story though. And of course, once I'd heard that, I knew we'd have to tumble down the rabbit hole to find out if there was a story that had a bit more provenance to its background. And of course there was, or else this would be an incredibly short episode. But before we delve more into that, let me explain to you the concept of soul swapping, or to give it its more technical term, walk-ins. It's believed that when someone is undergoing a lot of stress, after a life-changing accident which results in a near-death experience or at an impassable crossroads in their life, that there may be another being waiting in the wings to take over your life and to help you with your turmoil. Now to further understand this, we need to take a look at where this idea may have come from. So like most of these strange otherworldly beliefs like this, it originated with the New Age movement in the 1970s. The New Age movement was, and still is, an amalgamation of religions. A veritable buffet, if you will, of the most exciting bits. All whilst doing away with the constraints of the stricter sides of the faith, or shaping the narrative to bend and control other people. Now, some infamous characters that came out of this era are people like Charles Manson or Jim Jones, who led the Jonestown Massacre, where over 900 people died as a result of cyanide poisoning. Now, just as an aside, if you want an episode on that, just let me know, because I think I'd love to do one. Alongside those who were trying to use New Age practices to help people, there were obviously those who were using those newfound beliefs to their advantage 
And as such, this was a boom time for some pretty questionable practices to come about, such as the aforementioned cults. This era also saw an eruption in UFO-centred religions, which bloomed outside of the standard religious constraints with ideas of higher forces and metaphysics, just like the topic of a previous episode, Heaven's Gate. Basically, people in the 70s were bored of standard religion, which was stuffy and not fit for purpose, and the New Age movement gave them something exciting to hold onto and explore. It was during this time that the theory of soul exchange, or walk-ins, began to catch on, and when Ruth Montgomery, an esteemed journalist turned psychic on morning talk shows, published a book in 1979 titled Strangers Among Us, people resonated with what she had to say. Ruth's book claimed there were tens of thousands of people on the planet who at some point had undergone a soul exchange. And the more interesting part is that you may have not even realised it had happened. Now, for most logical people, that would be an easy point to stop reading and use the book for another purpose, like propping up a wonky table or using it as kindling. But many people continued reading, discovering their new internal Mars Attacks-style alien overlord. In all seriousness, though, the idea was now out there, and as such, it took on a new life of its own, with even whole conventions and support groups popping up to discuss their soul switches with one another. The sudden boom in people realising they'd been swapped is entirely understandable at that time, given Ruth's books, but rather interestingly, one of the most compelling stories of a walk-in was from way before this, in 1958. Now, as I explained before, the most common soul-swapping stage seems to be after a near-death experience. Perhaps the veil thins and it makes it easier for someone to climb aboard, and the story of Carol Parrish is no different. In 1958, Carol was giving birth to her daughter, and it was a particularly difficult labour. To help ease her pain, she was given two injections of sodium pentothal, a barbiturate sedative, which is used as a fast-acting general anaesthetic, which would help her through the rest of the birth. Unfortunately for Carol, she went into anaphylactic shock after her body rejected the meds, and she had an almost fatal reaction. As she was passing in and out of consciousness, she said she observed a white light and was called towards it. She then said she was left watching herself give birth from the ceiling of the operating theatre and saw the whole delivery. She then lost consciousness and when she came around, she felt she'd changed. Not a conscious switch as it was, but she felt like an entirely different person, with no apparent recollection of her previous persona. So much so that when the doctor spoke to her, saying they were scared they'd lost her for a moment, she told them she was not who they thought she was. She then tried to desperately explain this to the medical professionals around her, but soon stopped when she realised no one was going to believe. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Leave her. After the switch, Carol said she experienced several further out-of-body experiences, where the old Carol would appear and watch her carrying out fairly normal tasks, such as feeding her baby or housework. She took these silent visits from young Carol, as she called her, seemingly as her new spirit was older and wiser, as checking in to see how things were going, making sure everything was well, but so young Carol could move on to elsewhere in the spiritual realm, and perhaps become someone else's walk-in. Immediately after her experience, Carol was not an entirely changed person. She still knew those around her, had the same memories, and some new old memories to boot, which had been imported, but it was clear to those around her that there had been a big change. Trying as they might to muddle along in effectively what was now a new marriage, Carol and her husband came up against some problems, and eventually her husband decided he wanted a divorce. Carol's personality had entirely changed, and she was no longer the quiet, demure woman he married, and despite him encouraging her to seek medical help, which she tried, but decided to opt out of as she felt there was no need for it, her husband couldn't love the woman who was now in her body. Carol had made several changes to her life, which she felt were the reasons for her divorce. Her husband had wanted her to be a housewife, and she was happy with this plan until her near-death experience. After her soul switch, she decided she wanted a career, applied to a bookkeeping course, and after a few years of training, became a manager at a bank, all of which she felt contributed to her husband leaving her. Everyone, I think I love strong, independent Carol. Go on, you strong, independent Carol. You go get that career. Carol also became more interested in metaphysical religion and became a minister at a church, spreading her story. And, my dear ghouls, I've managed to track down her LinkedIn profile, and Carol is now only a bloody reverend. 
Now, I've previously had people be angry at me for my take on religion and how I personally don't agree with it. Again, this is my personal statement and also my podcast, but thanks very much for your input on that. And my previous thoughts do still stand, but somehow Carol's ascent just seems very fitting. I'm also not too sure if she's still around as the last update on her social media, because of course she has a Twitter and a Facebook account, was in 2018. So I'm hoping she's still around. But if she's not, then maybe she's just gone on to the astral plane and is floating around somewhere, waiting to inhabit somebody else. So just how common are these cases? Well, when researching this episode, I came across many, many reports online. Quizzes to check if you're a walk-in, a number of books written on the subject, and a whole subreddit dedicated to the phenomena. That's r slash past lives if you're interested, by the way. And this would suggest that this does really happen to people. Or at least, they think it does. A soul swap after a near-death experience feels like it could be plausible to me. After all, when you look at the science surrounding it, there's plenty of evidence to suggest that the body undergoes some interesting things just before death, like releasing the same molecules that are found in LSD, which to some are nice and calm and leave them floating into the afterlife, but for others, and sorry to burst this bubble for you, it's absolutely terrifying, filled with dread, and not pain-free like we've been conditioned to think. But there are some soul exchanges that don't require nearly losing your life, and apparently you can even will these things to happen yourself. According to several websites, carrying out a soul swap can be as simple as just asking for one, going to sleep and then waking up with an entirely new person inhabiting your body. Certain energy healers also claim to be able to carry out the service on your behalf. A high school teacher named Shari, who was visiting a friend who was a trained energy healer, started to have an odd turn while she was at their house. When she asked for some assistance, the healer laid their hands on her, and she said she felt almost a bomb of energy go off inside her. She got the standard near-death experience, white light, floating, etc, etc, but without the physical trauma. After the healing session had ended, Shari said there was a shift, and she felt out of place in her own body. Even daily tasks like going grocery shopping felt overwhelming, as she said she felt everybody's energy around her. Her family noticed that she was different, and eventually she had to admit that Shari had left, and she was now Jewel. Jewel had a different personality, Even simple things that Shari used to do, like her turn of phrase when speaking or the way she used to play with her kids, had completely changed. However, unlike Carol, her family adapted and accepted this new soul into their lives and lived happily ever after. And lastly, here's the weirdest one. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the USA, was said to be a walk-in. After the death of his son and the subsequent Battle of Gettysburg, he apparently underwent a soul transformation which changed him forever. As a long-term sufferer of depression, he wasn't up to the challenge of continuing his presidency. But one morning he awoke anew with a replenished vigour and stepped up to carry out the reunification of the United States. I wish at some point I'd had a night's sleep that made me feel like I could carry out the reunification of the United States. Wouldn't that be amazing? 
I would assume that maybe the carnage he witnessed after the Battle of Gettysburg, which was said to be one of the bloodiest battles of all time, may have had something to do with this, and that he was suffering from life-changing PTSD. Not only from that, but from his son's death, which changed his outlook on everything. But I guess the profile sort of fits. What's more likely, though, is that this was a storyline in an episode of The X-Files, and has then been picked up as canon and spread around as truth. So what exactly is the reason behind these soul exchanges, and why do they happen? Well, diving straight back into religion, the concept of soul swapping was not just brought about in the 1970s in the Western world. It's been a big part of Hinduism since that religion was devised, and the belief that you can exchange souls even during your life has always been a part of this, It just, as with most things, it obviously didn't exist until Westerners picked it up. Now, for all my podcast listeners, there was a heavy eye roll there that you just didn't see. The scientific reason behind it may be that this is a survival technique. For example, if you're about to shuffle off this mortal coil, a burst of newfound energy to get you out of the situation will just keep you alive. There have been several studies to try and prove the existence of near-death experience euphoria, but as I'm sure you can understand, studying this kind of thing is very difficult, as how can you monitor someone's own personal experience and almost kill them without their families getting extremely annoyed? However, scientists are trying to advance in this field to better understand our exits from planet Earth, and all whilst advancements are being made in technology, who knows what we may discover next. All I do know is that walk-ins, for now, will remain a macabre mini-mystery. Thank you so much for joining me for that episode. As always, I'd love to know what your theories are on this one. So leave your thoughts in the comments on YouTube or my social media if you're listening to the podcast. Now, forgive me for going on a bit of a weird one this time. I hope you enjoyed me exploring something that's a bit different. And I just thought this topic was really fascinating. But if you'd like me to look into more fringe science and strange new agey stuff, then just let me know in the comments below. Hopefully it's a little bit of respite from some of the darker topics that we cover sometimes on this channel. Now, whilst you are here and you're hanging around at the end of the video without anything to do, then I would love it if you gave this video a thumbs up or the show a rating on your podcast provider. I'll be eternally grateful as it's so helpful with the pesky algorithm. And also it lets me know that you enjoy what I make and that I'm not just, say it with me now, shouting into the void of the internet on a regular basis. If you're new around here and you've not yet subscribed and you've made it to here, what are you doing? Hit subscribe, do yourself a favour, come and join the Ghoul Gang. We're a friendly bunch and we seem to be growing in numbers, so I'd love it if you joined us. Also, if you like hanging around here and you'd like to support what I do, then why not consider becoming a patron like these amazing legendary executive Patreon producers, Amy, Barry, Bethan, Kate, Mary, Ren, Sam, Sarah and Veronica, and all of our other patrons too patrons get an exclusive episode from me once a month you get to vote on what episodes i make next and also you'll get some tangible goodies through the post too and if you want your name added to that rogues gallery that i just read out then that's the way to do it i'll leave a link for patreon in the description if you'd like to check it out at your leisure and also if you're not up for a long-term commitment then there's links to one-off donations and also the amazon wishlist if you fancy supporting the show that way too and thank you for even considering it it really means the world 
Thank you for joining me for another macabre mini mystery. I've been Nikki Druce, and I'll see you ghouls next time. I plan today to just do a very simple makeup, but here we are. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.